extra, extra, hear all about it. Extra, extra, hear all about it. Well, we got another extra episode coming in here because news continues to break for the Minnesota Vikings. This is Purple Mafia. I am your host, Paladino Joey, or Joey Awajan. <clears throat> Purple Mafia is available on the sportstuff.com, iTunes, and Stitcher, and Double Twist. Great to have you on board once again. Thank you for your continued loyalty to this show. Sam Bradford has been acquired by the Minnesota Vikings. They have replaced Teddy Bridgewater for the time being, at the at a bare minimum, uh, with the obviously the the devastating ACL and dislocated knee situation for Teddy Bridgewater. The Vikings desperately needed a quarterback. Sam Bradford was one of the names mentioned on the very very recent uh, extra episode of Teddy Bridgewater's injury conversation. Do check that out if you haven't yet. It's worthwhile, in my opinion, and it, it's a bummer, obviously. But uh, well conversations in the local media and then the local rags or local uh, fish wrap factory whatever you want to call them the, the newspapers <laughs> to better, better better mentioned is uh well that the vikings may have to look for a quarterback that can be here not only for one year but for two possibly depending on how long bridgewater's recovery is uh it's debated all over the place with different doctors different sources and such we'll hear from those of you out there briefly talking about Sam Bradford and Teddy Bridgewater on the Facebook page uh, that will wrap up the show with that. This will be one segment this time. This show will probably be shorter than last, uh, being this news is extremely fresh. Um, but yeah, when you have a, when you bring in a player of Sam Bradford's stature, uh, you're looking at a guy probably is going to be here for a little while, at least a year or two, possibly maybe he's here for two years. It's going to get interesting when Teddy Bridgewater comes back, how things will turn out. Things ending were, were in the process of ending ugly in Philadelphia, so you'd almost think they were semi-desperate, but not really. Um, the Vikings obviously were in a situation where, well, <laughs> the season's about to start. Um, it would have been a little different if Bridgewater got hurt maybe in uh, July or something. You'd have like a month or so to negotiate a deal, but instead you have maybe a week or two to negotiate this one, and the Vikings acquire, again, Sam Bradford for a first-round pick in 2017 and a fourth-round pick in 2018. A bit steep, that's for sure. A lot of you probably agree with that thought. I yeah, I mean, I think it's a bit steep, but at least he's a guy that can play, and clearly this team is uh, focused on this season in a big way. They really believe this season can be... that this season ultimately can definitely be a competitive one for the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, Sam Bradford, 28 years of age, the number one overall pick in 2010. Definitely has had an injury history. We'll get to that briefly, but right now we'll look at Sam Bradford's... Uh, Face of work in the NFL to this point, five, uh, well, seven seasons total, but of course, multiple years missed, unfortunately, for the uh, for the still uh, young veteran quarterback, Sam Bradford out of Oklahoma, uh, teammate of Adrian Peterson, who had just got a quote, literally fresh off the press, that he's pumped to play with his former teammate in Oklahoma, so Oklahoma Sooners, the Oklahoma City native Sam Bradford. So definitely a lot of Oklahoma all over this young guy. His high school was there, also his high school, college, and of course his birthplace. Very, very familiar with Oklahoma City. So uh, it's kind of funny how things all literally all in one there. Uh, of course, drafted by the St. Louis Rams in 2010. He is the last of the uh, the highly paid first-round picks. Uh, the, the year after that, things changed dramatically, that it was more of a rookie-scale type of signing. You don't sign guys for $60 million before they throw their first pass in the NFL like uh, like Stafford in um, Detroit, and of course Bradford for 
St. Louis got it. Like, I mean, this guy's got a lot of money already. So it's one of those deals. And he's due with about $12 million from the Philadelphia Eagles as things were kind of getting a little dramatic there. The Eagles taking Carson Wentz, number two overall. After Bradford had a solid season under Chip Kelly last season in the fastest run offense basically in NFL history. It was unbelievable how quick they get things out there. Definitely a very solid game manager. Uh, that's very similar to Teddy Bridgewater, but the differences definitely take place in a, in a hurry with a bigger arm but less mobility. So there you go. You get the bigger arm. So obviously for those of you fantasy footballers out there, which I'm not included, <laughs> you'll have the Stefan Diggs and the Kyle Rudolphs and such definitely still having strong seasons with, with this guy at the helm, I got to think. Uh, it's going to take him a little time to learn the offense, kind of get it all together. I, I would not be... I mean, uh, I would not be surprised if Sean Hill def- uh, starts on, on 9-11. Of course, that's the 15th anniversary of that day. Uh, crazy when you think about that. Boy, I'm getting old, and so are the rest of us. Um, but uh, Sam Bradford probably won't start that game, but maybe. I mean, I, I don't know. It depends on how complicated they want to make the offense that day. And ultimately, uh, there's that word again, but I use every word too many times. Thanks a lot, Sebastian, for putting that in my head, you son of a gun. Um but, I mean, it, it is against the Tennessee Titans. You're not going against the Seahawks. And, of course, you got Green Bay the following week. i got to think Bradford's going to be playing that one, without a doubt. Uh, at the end of the day, you come back with Sam Bradford. He is a solid quarterback in his, his, his work so far in the National Football League. You look at his numbers. Nothing's really that bad, but nothing really stands out. A quarterback rating of 81 over his career. Total touchdowns of 78, interceptions 52. Uh, his best season, you could definitely say, was 2012 with the St. Louis Rams, which are now, of course, the L.A. Rams. 21 touchdowns, 13 interceptions, 3,700 yards. And last year, similar, one less or two less touchdowns, one more interception, 19 and 14, respectively. 37-25 in yards last season. Quarterback rating, actually a little bit higher. And then in 2013, he was having a solid start to the year. Actually, in fact, a fantastic start to the season. In 2013, when he went out with a devastating knee injury. What a shame indeed with this one. Now, 14 touchdowns, 4 interceptions, 90.9 quarterback rating at that point in time. Again, in 7 games. And then you get the devastating ACL injury to his left, his left knee. Similar to Teddy Bridgewater in that sense, and just like which one, I guess. His left ACL in 2013, 7 games. against. It was against the Panthers, a hard-hitting, uh, definitely a hard-hitting defense even at that time. And then week three of the preseason, didn't even get to start the preseason in 2014, getting ready to go, coming back from injury in 2014, and what happens? ACL again. But this time, he was just dropping back to pass, like I talked about on the previous episode. Similar to Bridgewater in that sense. No contact in this one. Same injury, unfortunately. Uh, same knee again, that is. Re-injured the ACL. You, you hope and pray that an ACL would be stronger coming back, but this one, not the case. Just went down in a heap and was out for 2014 was the Sam Bradford. He had, had ankle injuries earlier in his career in 2011, and then he suffered a uh, dislocated shoulder in Week 10 and a concussion in Week 10. Missed only two games in 2015 during last season, a solid uh, Philadelphia Eagles season uh, under Chip Kelly, and kind of a weird up-and-down year in, in that case. But... There's definitely an injury history here. That's the unfortunate part. You can only hope for the best here, but at least he didn't re-injure it again. You hope and pray that that won't happen again this season. Uh, but Bradford does bring a big arm. That's the cool part. Um, 
You talk about uncertainty with Teddy Bridgewater. I'm, I can only imagine the uncertainty with Sam Bradford because, yeah, okay, Philadelphia took Carson Wentz, number two overall, who's already 24 years old. He's already gotten a little more years on him, and they're look, it looks like they're ready to start him in Philadelphia after this trade, unless you want to go with McLeod Bethel Thompson, who's also on Philadelphia's roster. People were talking about bringing him back to the Vikings. He's actually Bradford's age, 28. Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> McLeod Bethel-Thompson was fun to watch in the preseason, but who knows what he'll ever be in the regular season. Bradford is an NFL quarterback, without a doubt. He's a starter, spot starter, whatever it is. Uh, I would hope he's better than Matt Castle. It's just the injury history, again, very much in question. Uh, 2013, he looked so strong until that injury, and it's quite a shame for him, definitely. And again, char- maybe a little bit of character issues showing up when he got a little bit pissed off about the Carson Wentz acquisition and the $12 million, all that. It, it just kind of a little bit of a little bit of a bitch fest going on in Philadelphia during the offseason at this, at this juncture. So the Eagles not exactly too heartbroken to trade away Sam Bradford at this stage. Vikings, though, this is a good acquisition. Um, it's an expensive one, though. That's what I don't like. Uh, the hope is that the Vikings will have a really nice season and be 12-4, and 13-3. and three. That's going to be very interesting if we do get that good this year. Uh, it'd be quite awesome. Uh, that would create a much lower first-round pick. That's the hope here. Losing first-round picks isn't a good idea, but again, desperate times call for desperate measures, and Bradford is a definite solid quarterback to bring to this roster, again, for the 99th time already, as I like to continue to repeat myself, if he can stay healthy. There you go. Um... He he got through last season without injuring his knee, so that's ho- that's hopeful, <laughs> at the very least, at the very least. Mm. Yep. So so far it was just a, it was a shoulder and concussion, two games in 2015. That's what he missed during that stretch. There you go. Uh, before I keep running running over the same information back and forth a, a hundred times, uh, well the Vikings again. Let go of Brad Sorensen once again in the 53-man roster. Oh, well, as we slowly cut down to the 53-man roster, no major news yet, no major names. Brad Sorensen reacquired to play at the preseason game against the Rams and then let go once again. Stave played in the game. Stave and Sorensen, oh, I mean, that's brutal, hey? That's brutal. Uh, Taylor Heineke will be returning at some point. So that that'll he will probably be the third quarterback later on, but Stave will remain the third quarterback with Radford on the roster. Hill will be the backup. Again, Hill probably will start against Tennessee, but you never know. But it's Hill, Bradford, Stave for now, and then Heineke will most likely come back, and then Stave, well, he's either going to the practice squad or gone at that stage, but we'll see. Uh, unless the Vikings release Heineke, but I doubt it. Uh, he- Heineke's not bad. He hasn't thrown an NFL pass, but again, lots of lots of, lots of of positive uh, thoughts on Heineke overall, as long as he doesn't injure himself being, being stupid again, I guess. Another freak injury, but again, one that won't knock him out for the season. He'll be out for about another month or so, and then there'll be a decision made with Stave versus Taylor Heineke going with Hill and Bradford. And again, Bradford, please stay healthy. Please, Sam, please stay healthy. It'll be nice to see his bigger arm, at least, throwing, heaving that ball to Stefan Diggs. Maybe Laquan Treadwell can like be a little bit productive. That would be nice. It, it really would, wouldn't it? I'm um, going to give a quick shout-out to MN Vikings Haven really quick. Uh, thank you so much, Trevor, out there. 
Trevor Wickerin, very kind individual, allowing me to post the Purple Mafia show on that page, as well as, of course, the Purple Mafia show page, which is facebook.com forward slash Purple Mafia show, facebook.com forward slash Purple Mafia show. You're welcome to call into the phone lines as well. Maybe talk about Sam Bradford. I'll put it in the next show. Just wanted to get this one out now because we're going to talk about this is the Sam Bradford show, doggone it. It's all about good old Sammy. <laughs> the phone line is 209-736-7877, 209-736-7877. It is a voicemail. Do treat it as such. Mention you're calling into the Purple Mafia Show. Statement, shout-out, comment, all that good stuff. Just try not to talk too much about Frosted Flakes or, or Honey Smacks. That would be that would be appreciated. But then again, I guess I just did. Hmm, hypocrite. I might as well run for office. Oh, wait. Anyhow, um... Or delete some emails, too, as a go. Okay, that's another one. Yeah, was, that was inappropriate. I'm sorry. <laughs> Twitter account, at Purple Mafia Show. There you go. At Purple Mafia Show is the Twitter account. We're going to hear from our good old friend, our good old friend and gold star champion for 2015. That's right. Let's let's debut with him. I was going to go to Facebook first. Let's go to Mad Martin. Yes, sir, out of Northern Scotland. Talking about Sam Samuel Bradford. Brave or dumb move by the GM? Uh, brave or dumb move by the GM? I'm going with brave. The team is ready now to compete. Let's hope Bradford stays healthy. And yep, he's doing the claps there. And I agree with you, my friend. He says, is giving up a first rounder too high a price? If it backfires, many will think so. Makes me, or excuse me, will think so. It makes a ton of sense. He can drive the bus. Yeah, I mean, I. Yeah, I mean, Bradford is a solid quarterback. A solid quarterback. Not he, he doesn't stand out as a star like he was supposed to be as his first overall pick. Maybe he would have if not for that doggone ACL in 2013. That's what that's what got this all started for the guys. He was finally starting to break through because first-round overall picks aren't always great right out of the gate. I mean, they're, they're just not. But eventually, if all goes well, boom. And and they're not a you know blue-chip bust like I used to use that word all the time. Um, but uh, he's been solid. He's never been bad. That's the thing about Sam Bradford. He's never been bad. He's solid. He, he's in that solid tier, which I think is exactly where Teddy Bridgewater has been to this point. Maybe he'll be even better, Teddy Bridgewater, at some point indeed. Both of these guys have definitely been in the conversation at first overall pick because Teddy Bridgewater, pretty much the whole 2013 season, was being looked on as the first overall pick going into the 2014 draft, and then he dropped all the way down to 32nd because he had a bad pro day. Go figure. So, I mean, Bridgewater was there the whole year. And and there's a reason for that. Just like there's a reason Sam Bradford was taken first overall. People saw things. People saw things. Brett McCarthy jumping in on Facebook. We'll get to that right now. Good. Keep them coming, guys. And, of course, I will try to keep up with it into the next episode. But wanted to get this out now. Just just because, you know, just because. Uh, on the Facebook page, like I mentioned, facebook.com forward slash Purple Mafia show right there. And, again, there is a call now button on the Facebook page, which can let anybody, I believe, internationally get right directly to that TSS line. The call now button on the Facebook page. Very simple. And if you like to use your uh, voice uh, voice recorders on your smart device, you want to go that direction, use that and email it to paladinolive at yahoo.com. All that information is in the show description. A very nice statement from Teddy Bridgewater early on. Very much, uh, very worth it indeed. Always basically standing by his faith and he's uh, believing for recovery and really standing by the team as well. And God bless you, Teddy. And of course, everybody's with him indeed there. Uh, now the conversation with Sam Bradford, and I may go back to the Bridgewater thing in a second. Uh, Mark Carlson says, holy cow, I'm excited. Still, I wish this 
this, this wasn't needed, but I don't want an up the hill battle. I want an, I, I don't want an uphill battle. Thanks for the update, Joey. <laughs> You're welcome, Mark, out of Iowa. Brett McCarthy out of South Dakota saying, I think we'll be okay. Sam has never been on a team post to make a playoff run. That's the one thing, yeah. Yep. Uh, I hope they just don't throw him in there. Easy, e- ease him in. Ease him in, yeah. Uh yeah, that's most most likely what's going to happen. Though against going against Green Bay in the first ever game, the first ever regular season game at U.S. Bank Stadium, that he'll be the answer to that question: Who was the first uh, starting quarterback in the regular season for U.S. Bank Stadium? It'll be Sam Bradford, not Teddy Bridgewater. That'll be a big number for people later on. But then again, you never know. I mean, it's all on Sam Bradford. You know, his, the uncertainty of his career—it's all on him. I mean, if he goes out there and has a phenomenal season. Somebody's going to sign him for a lot of money, most likely. Or things will get really interesting here in Minnesota. Um, But we'll just let that happen if it does. I'm going to jump back to Teddy real quick. I'd like to, because I mean, I don't think I'm doing him justice by not, like, getting to it. And I wish it would. He says, I will, I want to thank the Will family and the entire Vikings organization all of my teammates, friends, Eric Sugarman, that's the, the head trainer, and the amazing Viking athletic training staff and the fans who have sent me messages and wished me well. Your thoughts and prayers mean a lot to me and have helped me in this difficult time. The, there are great players and great leaders in our rock locker room who are going to fight to the end to reach the goals we set for 2016. I will be there mentally, physically, and in spirit to support them accomplish those goals in order to have a testimony you have you have to have a test yep i come from an amazing dna i watched my mom fight and win against breast cancer we will as a team attack my rehab with the same vigor and energy my faith is strong my faith is unwavering and my vision is clear my purpose will not be denied amen hallelujah i like that i like that my purpose will not be denied that sounds like a future world champion like in quarterback one day. You're going to have a nice ring with, with a purple uh, purple jewel in it with that Viking logo one day. I, 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 I can just feel it coming. I, I, I do believe that with Teddy Bridgewater one day for the Vikings. I, I do believe he is coming back, and he does, coming, does come from an amazing DNA. God bless you, Teddy. God bless you, indeed. Why do you think I love him so much? Why do you think Mike Zimmer loves him so much? Yeah, he he will he will be playing on Sundays once again for the Vikings. Ah oh, man, I wonder what this is all about. Uh, what was I saying? Shopping? Oh yeah, they were saying all oh, the Vikings are shopping around. Uh, this is Leland, also out of Iowa. The Vikings are shopping around, but not going to sacrifice the future for the season. Yep, well said. They did give up a first round pick, so it's kind of interesting how things went there. And Tony, the first one to post on here, him and Brent Jacobson, right about the same time. Tony Coleman out of South Dakota and. Brent Jacobson out of Lakeville or Invergrove Heights, I guess. Uh, Tony saying Sam Bradford's coming to Minnesota, I guess, and that generated a long conversation. Trey Buckholtz was saying we spent next year's first rounder on him, and Tony saying, yeah, not feeling too good about that. Could he be worth that? I mean, Hill is, is still going to start, right? Won't Bradford be the backup? But no, no, he's, <laughs> Bradford's going to start, especially after giving that up. Um, and Trey saying that back and forth. Uh, Trey saying I'm extremely confident the team gets headed handed back to Teddy next year. And I hope so as well. Uh, there's an interesting conversation between Tony and Trey about the uh, recovery period. Indeed. Uh, ooh, i got to start over. Doggone, I hate that. He says, Tony starts that thread. It's like a little mini thread, you could call it. Uh, 
the last I heard, they said a 9 to 12 month recovery time, but I hope you're right, Trey. And that's about Mr. Uh, Bridgewater coming back. Uh, Trey was saying, I saw a specialist on TV say 6 to 8. 6 to 8 months? Are you, I don't know. That sounds, that's like a regular ACL though, isn't it? I mean, that would be quite a remarkable recovery. It says 12 at the very worst case. Tony they saying he's heard both and hope is the right, and they kind of are hoping for the best. Trey saying it's a Mayo doctor, so hopefully. And, of course, Mayo doctors, yeah, I mean, it's pretty pretty established uh, pretty established place there. And Brent Jacobson also talk, uh, showing that uh, the Daily Norseman on Twitter was of the Vikings acquire Brad, uh, Brad Samford, right? <laughs> Sam Bradford, I'm sorry. You know, doesn't he sound like a pilgrim or something? And I know William Bradford, you know, one of the, you know, main pilgrims that came here. The pastor, the governor, all that. Once he got here, the governor. <laughs> Sam Samuel Bradford on the Mayflower. He's coming to the Vikings on the Viking ship. Samuel Bradford will lead the Vikings for 2016. So there you go. There, there it is. That's about it, eh? Continue to comment if you'd like. Uh, that would be greatly appreciated. Call in, whatever you'd like to do. I'm encouraged by this move. I, I feel I, I feel better. I, I feel better with Sam, Sam Bradford. You know, I'm getting all crazy with William Bradford, Sam Bradford. I feel confident in this move. I think it's a positive for the Vikings. It, it does create uncertainty in a lot of ways. I mean, how long is it going to take for Bridgewater to come back? Uh, what's going to be the deal with Sam Bradford after the season, this and that. But I guess we'll all just have to let that, they're all going to have to let things kind of, the chips fall as they may, as we like to say in the poker business. Let the chips fall as they may. It's all on Bradford, Vikings, this, that, and then decisions need to be made. And of course, Teddy Bridgewater coming back strong and ready to rock and roll in a year or God knows, maybe sooner, maybe maybe longer. It is what it is. And of course, Sam, you got to stay healthy too, buddy. You got to stay healthy, Sam. Now heave that ball high up in the air to Stefan Diggs. That would be terrific. Maybe, maybe, uh, maybe Jerry's right still around, and he can he can scamper for some thirty yard gains for you, some eighteen yard plays, twenty three yards, whatever you know. Those kind of mid uh, mid uh, mid longer type plays that were uh, a mainstay and made me just love that young guy, young but you know not as young as he was. I guess he's been here since twenty twelve. So there you go. Uh, but there it is. Before I run things over too much, I'll give a couple shout-outs and call it a day for the moment. Going to give a quick shout-out to the Purple Press Box, Sebastian Barton, and Reggie over there pr- produced a pretty nice show. Of course, the uh, Drew Bunting, the executive producer. What a cool guy out of California, Northern California, San Jose Sharks guy over there. Got to love that guy. Big Vikings fan. Very cool, very cool. <laughs> love you guys. Uh, of course, Sebastian is in Mankato, and of course, you will you you know him very well as Sebastian Balls. He's been uh, he's been a traveling son of a gun for the past several years. Uh, he moved from New Ulm to, to to Mankato. He's been in multiple cities. He's been in Seattle. He's been all over the place, Sebastian. And he makes a nice show on Spreaker. It looks like Speaker, but it's you add an R. Spreaker. That is the application for your uh, mobile devices of what whichever you you have. It's 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 out there all over the place. So, with that. We'll call it a day, and we'll hopefully get a season preview in. I wanted to give this news the justice that it deserves, and those of you commenting on it, I didn't want to have it all lumped together because there's too much news. It'd be too much put into one show, and then, oh, and yeah, the Vikings got Sam Bradford, and we're going to talk about that now, and the Vikings beat Tennessee, you know, that type of thing, because they're going to beat Tennessee, by the way, but uh, we don't want to lump it all together, so that's how it goes. That's why we're here for an extra today. Thanks again for listening. Please tell your friends about the show. It would be greatly appreciated. Give a positive rating on iTunes or Stitcher. 
please, it would be greatly appreciated. Thanks again, and we will be back soon to talk about a winning Vikings club.